0: Come on, kids, let's put on a show. Hello, you red-hot bananas, or yellow-hot, I guess. They do have red bananas, though, don't they? I've seen more than a few red bananas in film. Let's split the banana with a cherry on top and call you all orange-hot bananas. We've got to hustle through this one, people, because I've filled myself full of sodi pop and burritos, and Mango headquarters will shortly become uninhabitable. I hope you didn't come around here listening for no story called Special Medication, because there ain't no such mineral. It's simply the umbrella term for a pair of related stories that relieve your ignorance of the human body and the not-so-squishy things that lie beneath the fat. That's right, folk songs. Close your eyes and get ready for my double shot. This first little guy explains all the facts of life that are worth knowing. Lower your ear flaps if you don't like stories that venture into the realm of the pee-pee places. It's short, but the truth is simple and inelegant. All I'm talking about is Sex and Death 101. (music) Sex and Death 101 by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Forget what they told you in health class. Babies are all there right inside the mommies from the get-go. Thousands of them, just waiting to be activated. It's the man's ding-ding, you see, that stabs around in there until it happens to tap the on switch for one or more of them, and then they start to grow. Unfortunately, the on switch is also the off switch, so a tragic number of people are deactivated nearly as soon as they come to life. Those of us that make it, well, we're walking around with the switch of Damocles hanging over our heads, aren't we? A tap to the wrong place, and we're dead, switched off like a bathroom light. This is why people say things like, He knows how to push my buttons, or that really turns me on. As a doctor, you've got to know all this stuff. And that's it. How's that for a shorty? Now you know. And you can tell your little brother once he starts asking. And he will, you know, any day now. He's already 26 years old. Look how tall he's getting. We need a little something-something in between that story and the next, so I'm going to spread the word about an awesome little podcast episode. If you know H.P. Lovecraft, you know he's like the anti-Mango, long-winded and scary. We don't cotton to such things here, nor do we rayon, but what we do cotton and polyester to is this particular episode of the H.P. Lovecraft Literary Podcast. Due to technical difficulties, the guys over there had to throw some other crap at their listeners this one time, and what we get is some good fun. Chad Pfeiffer's brief and nifty tale of Lovecraft's great Cthulhu himself wrestling with depression. After that, a wonderful radio drama Chad and co-host Chris Lackey created about a pair of ridiculously non-Lovecraftian superheroes, the adventures of Mr. Kicks and Dr. Go. In normal shows, these guys make even that creepy old Lovecraft bastard seem funny and fun. Once they're released from those shackles, they run amok. I got a lot of good laughs from this show. Check it out already. Links in the show notes. Alright, good time's over. Now get back to school and learn more anatomy. Crack the books, beanbags, while I lay upon your head. Don't worry, I didn't say lie upon your head. A little known medical fact. A little known medical fact by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Babies have about 300 bones when they pop out. Adults have about 206. The obvious question, and the one i most often asked, even though I'm a plumber and not a bonologist, but hey, life is funny sometimes, is what becomes of all those excess bones? The truth is, a variety of things. Firstly, the two big stomach bones are vomited up within the first three months. It's not widely known because when people see two big bile-soaked bones on the floor near the crib, the last thing anyone thinks is, that must have come from the baby. Bone pickers come at night, creeping in through bedroom windows across America to remove the ear bones while our babies are sleeping. They then sell them to restaurants which use them for soup. This explains the redness in the morning and why foreigners have such bony ears. The nostril bones are generally sneezed out by the end of the first year and often find a second life as fairy anklets. The brain bones dissolve in the elementary years when cursive writing is learned. This extra space is needed, though, for driver's education. It is a documented fact that no human being was able to drive a car before cursive writing was invented. The liver bone never goes anywhere special, a fact her husband is reminded of on a weekly basis. She's simply forgotten. Ask your doctor if he's ever checked a liver for a bone. See if you don't get a funny look. I'm sure you think I'm making this up, but let me ask you, how could your heart break if there wasn't a bone in it? I'm sorry I had to bring that up. I know you don't like to talk about it. You wouldn't be able to cry like that either if the doctor hadn't shattered your eye bones with the first slap. You bawled them out and there was so much general muck coming off of you at the time, no one noticed a little more. Stop it already. Come here. Give me a hug. Aw... If these stories made you want to examine yourself, you can slurp them and other soupy sales over at my running of the blogs, the1000.blogspot.com, or crumble my crackers and shiver me timbers right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Share your boring-ass conspiracies about the dog juices and the cheese whiz in the comments for this or some other post, or manatee mail me by writing your message on the nearest sea cow at at matthewatbewarethehairymango.com. Moo. Glub, glub, glub. Or you could try Beware the Hairy Mango at gmail.com if you're so inclined. 47 degrees should be sufficient. We're mooing on up to the east side to a deluxe SF signal in the sky. Get this show and a whole heck of a lot more in one of the dandiest blogs on the planet, sfsignal.com. Wheezy! Never miss a single hijink. Go subscribe to this show using the Hot Banana Orange Dangalang on the homepage, or do it over at iTunes, where we're always having a weenie shaking good time. I know some of you are thinking, I don't have a weenie, but I just checked and it is there. Others are thinking, you don't have a weenie, but don't perspire or even glow, because you can buy a whole pack of them at the store and shake all ten of your weenies at the same time. But if you want to shake your buns, you'll only be able to shake eight of those. Once again, that's how they get you. And leave a five weenie or four bun review while you're there. Tell your doll friends and flounder followers to look me up at twitter.com slash up with gravity and maybe look me down press the not quite banana orange donate button but more of a creamsicle that's melted in the toilet orange donate button and how could you let that happen because every time you tried to tell me the words just came out wrong so you'll have to say you love me in a donation this podcast rumbles like the 50 foot woman's jackhammer vibrator and a pounding creative commons attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 on ported license This has been your Latin lover, Maticus Sanbornus Faber, reminding you that he who lives by the sword shall die by the sword, but he who lives by the ocean shall die on some nice beachfront property. Good night. Moo. Glub, glub, glub.